Hello and welcome to Rick Radio Community News. That's episode 102. I'm Mick Handy. Well, this week we celebrate our second birthday of the Community News Desk and a big thank you to all our guests uh, that have been on the programme over the last two years and of course to you, the listeners. Well, later in this podcast, we talk with Doreen Golden uh, about the Valentine's Tea Dance to be held here in the centre. But first... Well, join me on the Community News Desk uh, today is Jennifer Cassidy and uh, Jennifer is going to be starting up a, a pilot uh, here in uh, Rings and Origin Community Centre called Birting Rebels. Uh, Jennifer, you're very welcome uh, to you. the podcast. Delighted to be here. Birting Rebels. Um, when I first got the uh, note that uh, we were going to do this interview, I was intrigued in many ways. What is Glad. Birting Rebels? And <laughs> obviously trying to do a little bit of research. But from, from your point of view, tell us a little about Birting Rebels. Okay, well, I'm glad you were intrigued and impressed you did research to begin (laughs) with. Um, The Birthing Rebels was born out of the first birthing experience I had. And then afterwards, when I was pregnant again, I found out it was twins. So there was a lot of work to do. And I wanted to share the experience that I had second time around. And I wanted to build a curiosity with people that birth can be amazing. And exciting. And the rebel came from the need to share with others that it has to come from within. So you have to do the work yourself. And a little bit of a rebellion never hurt anyone. So, yeah, I I toyed over the name because the rebels, there can be some negative connotations, but the birthing obviously goes to that. I'm working with parents typically who are trying for babies, having babies and afterwards. And yeah, build a little bit of rebellion because we have to bring back that birth is safe and to build a trust in yourself that you can birth your baby. Because what was said to me after I said I had a traumatic experience the first time I gave birth, but it was said to me afterwards that you only give birth once, but you'll remember it for the rest. You will remember the most finite details. And that was what kind of struck a chord. I was, I just wanted to know more. And from my background, I was a researcher for 10 years, PhD in chemistry, read every book under the sun. But when it came to being pregnant, there wasn't a huge amount of information that I could consume. And like that, there were birth stories in my family that were very positive, went in and out, no problem. Not a huge amount of detail. So I just assumed that I would go in and have the very same experience, that it was genetic, etc. No idea that I had some part or play not at all so yeah from my perspective it was a bit of a it was a bit of a shocker that when the first time I felt any form of pain that I panicked and as the journey went through so I went on then and studied hypnobirthing and became a gentle birth instructor and what happened really was that I discovered that I had never let my body experience pain because I never missed school never missed college never had a connection with myself. I was always the good girl, can't do anything wrong. And that's where the rebellion comes back in a little bit here Mm -hmm. is that when I found out that there was a cocktail of hormones that works its way to help you birth your baby. And indeed, no matter what way you birth the baby, I just could not believe that I didn't know this. So it is, it's my mission to make 
birth a more positive experience any birth that is so you can give birth by cesarean section and have a great experience once you know that you have consented or decided to it like that there's so many things that we don't know that we need to know and once you know you can make a decision and be happy about it. And so no kind of prenatal class. We hear a prenatal class and that uh, are these subjects not brought up in them? Or, there or? are. And myself and my husband would have done the recommended. So we did the hospital one and then we did a private one. But this is going on five, my eldest is five. So five years ago, say. So not that long ago, but it was really chatting through medical uh, policies and procedures. It was, this is what happens when you check in, if you're booked for an induction, etc. There wasn't... Handing uh, about the actual birth itself. I didn't know. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I yeah, packed my yeah. overnight bag as if I was going to the airport. You may not believe this. <laughs> and this is coming from somebody who consumed information. I read books. I was so into it. But I honestly did not know. I did not know that I would play an active role as astonishing as that sounds. So then the private course that we took was kind of, this is the pharmacological pain relief you can get and all useful information. But nobody, nobody spoke about your body's capability to birth a baby. Could not believe it. So that was a massive gap that we missed. So that's where, that's where I came into it second time around. So I was much more informed second time around. And you think twins has to be a certain way. Thankfully, I had no medical complications and if I needed to, I could have had it. So I gave birth to the twins in hospital as well. Safe space for me the second time around. Yeah. But I had rehearsed it over and over. I had listened to tracks that would relax my body if I felt under threat, which is very common when you even when you get into the car, when you're going to the hospital, you're changing your environment. You're going into a hospital with bright lights, cold conversations that it can just bring you out of the zone. But like that, I was so prepared the second time around. And if that was if that was something I could share with anybody, I would be over the moon. And you mentioned it there as well that there's different types of, of births that and different ways of giving birth uh, as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure this is will all be information that you'll be relaying in the Exactly. So the pilot in the community centre, I'm delighted because I'm bringing it to my community, essentially. And Mm. we're starting a women's circle and that's going to take place two Mondays a month. And we're doing a spring session. So up until May, it's the 26th of Feb is the first. And what that's going to be is tea, treats, like minded people, parents, soon to be like that. I'm expecting that we will share some stories I'll share some knowledge that I have gained and the first one, so I have some themes for each one. Yeah. That's my type A personality coming in. Um, The first one is going to be called Surrender and that is going to be exactly what it says on the tin. What happens when you go in to have the baby? And again, that's any way you are birthing that baby is you're going to surrender to the process, but we're going to build trust along the way. So there'll be some exercises, some questions that... You can share with the group, don't have to share with the group, but questions that I wish I had asked myself. Like, for example, one of the questions might be, what's my pain threshold? And there's a one to 10 score. And you can just Mm. think about it. Mm. And if you're at a 10, amazing. If you're not at a 10, you know that. And there's time. So there is going to be some kind of fun activities, some kind of more serious exercise that you can do at home. But 
the main thing is trying to build a village of women who are postpartum, who are pregnant, that can kind of hold each other in that space of, oh, I'm a little bit nervous about that. Oh, tell me about this. Did that, did you do this? Anything like that to share with your peers because building trust with peers is the first step to building trust in yourself. So that's what we're hoping to achieve. So as you said, it's 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 people given knowledge, people yeah. who've given birth, given knowledge to people who are expecting exactly. babies as well. Exactly. Kind of and as you said, it's even for, there'll even be information kind of for people who are our parents themselves at, at, at present. Exactly. So what I'd say to expecting parents who want to come along it for the first session, so you can either come to one and never come back or you can book the first six altogether. But if you want to come to the first one, that's kind of the basis, like a, a mini workshop of yeah. hypnobirthing, which is what I teach mainly. So the hypno is mm. hypnosis and birth is kind of, like I said, the physiology, like what mm. happens to the uterus when you are given birth all stuff that once you gain an understanding it's amazing how your mindset can change even mm. your tolerance towards it okay i think i know what's going to happen or what will happen if i go in for a cesarean section mm. so that'll be the taster yeah come along if you like it wonderful and that will be building up then towards the final so the last session the sixth is the reflection so within that i'm hoping that you have some Nice self-care routine that we've built up. Little bit of activities maybe that you didn't complete that you can work on. And then when you go from there, what's the next step? What else do you need to work on? It's It's been a lifetime of discovery. As I said, my eldest is five and I'm still doing stuff on my mindset. Like yeah. that even to do some visualizations. Even last night I was like, how do I want to, what do I want to get across in the podcast? And I was thinking it's going to go X, Y, and Z and it's already changed for the better. So those types of things is trying to get the mindset ready for parenthood. It's not just birth because on the day that the baby's born, a mother is born, father is born, two mothers born, whatever. So that kind of resilience needs to start from a lot sooner than you'd imagine. And it, it can be a shock. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> uh, and, and of course, the other side of it too, I suppose, especially with, with, with being new parents and that, you know, you're, you're, you're wondering, is this the right way, the wrong way? Mm, what totally. do we do? Spe- totally. Especially when things happen, you're watching the baby all the time. And, exactly. You know, and will you be going through all that information yeah, as well? Yeah, like, and I would yeah, say yeah. that, I would say that who's watching the mother, you know, so particularly for those who come to me who have had a baby before, they had said that the isolation and postpartum had really struck them. And that I was never isolated because I live locally. My family are here and they took great care of me. But after the first birth that I'd had, it didn't go as I expected. Yeah, I didn't expect anything. I didn't know what was going to happen. Like I said, no Mm. knowledge at all. But I was then hell-bent on breastfeeding. It's just a choice I made. But I had to go to all ends of the country to seek out friends and peers who had done it to try and get the information. I got great help as well in the primary care centre. But to go through a birth where I didn't feel like I had participated in, to then try a really primal activity that's breastfeeding as well. Like, you're just setting up, like, these things that come... That should work beautifully. And again, they do work. It was just such a shocker. And like that, the second time I had meals in the freezer then. So I knew I didn't have to cook that day. I had 
I had people coming down for no more than 45 minutes. You know, stuff that you just yeah, need. Yeah. You need to have a map, yeah. a map into parenthood. Now, the GPS can redirect, <laughs> right? <laughs> you have to be prepared for things yeah. to change. Yeah, but things happen, as to say, especially totally, with a child. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But with even to baby. have, yeah, 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 even to have your birth support partner who's going to be there with you on the day, understanding like that if you do the pain, like if you hold an ice cube in your hand for a minute and see how that feels, it's meant to mimic a contraction. So th- that sensation. But discussing with your birth support partner how you felt that sensation was so that on the day, if you walk in and you start your induction or whatever way your, um, your labour begins, if you say to your birth support partner, I want the epidural. And I had an epidural the first time around and it worked beautifully for me. Nothing's off the table when it comes to birth preparation with me, but your birth your birth support partner having gone through that exercise with you might be able to say, Well, you said it wasn't that bad. Mm, even yeah, just to yeah. even yeah. just to say my understanding of what I want in my birth is X, Y, and Z and your birth support partner having gone through that with you will know that okay, maybe they want to spend a little bit more time before they decide to go down a certain route or will we get a hot water bottle? Something like that. You know, you have to be on the same page. If you do this preparation in isolation, it's hard for other people to see you in distress. Yeah, that certainly yeah. would have been difficult for my husband the first time around. Second time around, I was like a savvy birth woman. I really was. I could have had, I could have walked in and out. Like the difference, the difference in me once I knew what to expect. Knowledge is power, is that what they say? Knowledge is power, education is power, <laughs> everything. So I'm just a I'm just a birth nerd now. So I'm all sorts, all sorts into it. And tell me, you mentioned that your twins and your first child as well, born in hospital. Yeah. And that what about for people that is there is there still there obviously still home births. Oh my goodness. And people are looking for more and more, I think, for Don't home Don't get birth. me on the home birth horse. I won't, I won't leave you alone. Yeah, like I was only, I met up with some friends at the weekend and like that, all I could say to them, so they had all had births in different ways, some really positive cesarean, some really positive vaginal birth. But if someone had told me first time round that because I was healthy and under a certain, now it's, there are strict controls to fit into the criteria to have a HSE home birth at the moment, yeah. which is a real shame. But again, we come back to the, birth is safe part right Hmm. and if you want a birth that is free of intervention your best chance of that is to give birth in the home and like that we're within the 30 minute limitation to get to the likes of Hollis Street so people would be excellent candidates to have a home birth and there are other methods to go through there are private midwives as well there are strict strict ways but I couldn't believe that it was an option and it hadn't been pitched to me. So a very small percentage of birth in Ireland is home birth, mm. but they have excellent statistics. And mm. people say, oh, what if I need to transfer? Some people, again, have an amazing birth at home and might have some complication where they transfer afterwards. And they would still say that they had an amazing home birth. So that is a huge regret mm. of mine that I didn't know first time around. And will you be having information on that during the... Definitely, yeah, yeah. definitely. The thing with... So the thing with childbirth preparation. So while I have a doctorate, I'm not medically trained. So if you're recommended for a certain type of birth and we've gone through all of our discussion that you're happy with that and you're not recommended for a home birth, 
that's fine. But I can give you advice on the questions to ask. So yeah. I couldn't yeah. I couldn't say to you, for example, I think you're a great candidate for a home. <laughs> Do you know what That'd I mean? That'd be wonderful. <laughs> yeah. But say, for example, if somebody was if somebody yeah. was having their first baby and all fine, I would just say, well, if it was something you're interested in, look into it and have a discussion with your medical professionals. But the biggest part for me is the advocacy. So if you wanted mm. something yeah. and medically there's no reason to not have it, why not? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. But certainly for the twins, for my second and third birth, my safe space was still the hospital because I had read the statistics that sometimes twin two can turn and it may be a rush off to theatre. But I kind of wanted the redemption as well to have a really good birth in the hospital. And it just worked out that way. But like that, if I had known first time around, I probably would have had a home birth and probably would have had different. But then could have, would have, should have. But certainly to raise awareness around home birth would be a, would be one of the main pillars of this as well. So ideally, the, the, the people should sign up for the six weeks. Ideally, ideally, I would uh, say yeah. so, certainly, because it's it's difficult to say that I have poured my heart into the preparation behind it, because I still think that 10 years later, I'll have more to say about it. But I think it will be worthwhile to come along to the first, like what you see. And so just be the 26th of February, Monday, 26th Monday, of February. 26th of February, February, 7 o'clock. Yeah, 7 o'clock here in uh, Rings and Orangetown Community Centre. It is. And um, it's two Mondays, you were saying? Two it's Mondays a month. A month. Yeah. Two Mondays a month. Yeah. Um, and then we're going up to, to May. What, after the pilot, will you assess and then oh, maybe I think have so. a look and see? Oh, I, I think I, so. I'm sure at this stage you, you, you're hoping this will go. Yeah, I'm visualising yeah. having to book out the Aviva. There'll be that Lovely much interest. Stuff, not not yeah. that I not that I wish to move Absolutely. away from the community is, centre. Is there a cost involved? There is a cost. So twenty euro per session, or if you book the six, you get a discount. So one hundred and five for the six sessions. Lovely. And Jennifer, where if people want to. Sign up for it. Where do they, they go to? So my main resting place is Instagram and I'm at birthing.rebels. At birthing.rebels. And that's that's where you get it, is it? That's where Instagram? you get my info. You can hit up my links and uh, exactly you can direct message me if you want more information. Brilliant stuff. Well, thanks a lot for coming in to us. Thanks for having and, me. And um, giving me information as well. As well. <laughs> thanks for doing uh, your research. <laughs> uh, and um, I hope it goes very well for you. Thank and you very we, much. we look forward to Perhaps having you back again in okay. um, May. When, Love to. At the end of it, and then hopefully looking forward to, to your next journey uh, on the subject. Love to. Thanks. Come and join us at our Retro Cafe. Open weekdays from 10 until 2 here in the community centre. Come and check out our Karen's culinary delights. Well, joining us on the community news desk now is Doreen Golden and Doreen will be attending the St. Valentine's Day tea dance here in the Rings and Orangetown Community Centre uh, for Valentine's Day, of course. Doreen, you're very welcome to the podcast. Thank you, and thank you for having me on. Another big tea dance uh, for all the uh, Rings and Orangetown people. Uh, it means a lot to you, I think, Doreen. Oh, it does. We look forward to it every year, and it's a great f- event, fair play. It's very well organised by Jenny. She's great. Uh, you've, been um, going, you've been going to this quite a number of years. Uh, how many years have you been participating I'd in it? Say, I'd say about five. 
I'm not sure, about five. Lovely. And uh, as you said, you look forward to, to it each year. Yeah, it's lovely. It's a great band and it's all 60s, 70s, 80s music, which I love. And I love dancing. And we all do. And there's a great crowd at it. And we get Jenny and the, the committee there. They're fantastic. Tea, coffee, wine, sandwiches. It's a great day out now. And as I, I was talking to Jenny there a few weeks ago, I retired from UCD. I used to be a librarian yeah. about 12 years ago. And somebody said to me, go in now to that to tech there in Rings End and Irish Town Community Centre. And they've loads of courses. And I'll tell you what, I haven't looked back. I haven't a minute. They're a great community down there. Brilliant. And um, with the tea dance uh, now, it's usually the afternoon. Does that suit you best? Yeah. Ah, yeah, because we're all saying the weather's so bad and the atmosphere in the country is terrible. <laughs> and uh, everyone's fed up. They want a bit of fine weather and they want some fun. So you couldn't get better fun at a dance, and especially down there. You're, you mentioned there about the community centre. You're involved in some of the other projects here as well, I think, are you? Yeah, I do Tai Chi every Wednesday. A lovely man called Charlie, and we've, there's a great. We, we've had him on the program, yeah. We've had Charlie on the program here, all right, as well, yeah, yeah, and that. Lovely man, and he's great. He's a great teacher. And we got, what else do I do? Oh, the choir, uh, the Rings uh, Riverside Choir, I think's the name of it. But we haven't been together for a few months because we had problems trying to get uh, a choir master but we got a lovely lady and we were in there in the community centre yesterday we all signed up and she sounds a lovely person so I think we're on the road again so we're back to rehearsing next Wednesday because uh, all the and I'm not young myself but the older women really missed it I got them out in the mornings because that's mm. what we prefer like not too early in the morning, you know, Mick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And you're you're a member of the the book club here as well. Tell us a little bit about that. Oh, the book club is great. Um, Jenny's brother picks out lovely picked uh, films, and they're very funny. And that's what we want now. We don't want any sadness. And the last two uh, 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 book clubs I was at, it was um, what's the name of the book? Uh, oh God, I can't think of it. But it was so funny. There was two parts. Yeah. The book club. Actually, it's called the book club. I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's very funny, and everybody thought it was great. And that's and, uh, that's that's every Friday, second Friday, I think. Is it? Is that it? No. Every second Friday at one thirty, we have. Jenny has tea and coffee again, biscuits and chocolate. We'd be getting as fat as fools. <laughs> and uh, uh, Archie's great. And then we have, we have, oh yeah, we get crisps and popcorn. We're like children there as well. Very you become nice. a child again. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, so being, uh, being St. Valentine's Day, any special uh, requests? Is there flowers on it uh, or anything like that? Ah, oh, that could be arranged. <laughs> and, and I just just miss being a Valentine's baby, Mick. My birthday's the sixteenth. Oh, happy birthday coming up! Yeah, yeah, happy birthday. Uh, oh, actually, the book club will be on that day. There, so. you, there you go. There might be a cake. 
Yeah, you might be just taking on today. Dropping a hint, Nick. Hop, dropping a hint. I'm only cutting, I'm only having a bit of fun. Yeah. What What is um? What's the best thing about as you say about the the tea dances? Is it an opportunity to meet up with people in the area and that as well? Ah, yeah, it's great. The p- local people are fantastic. I live up here in Ballsbridge, and there's nothing like that. We've one exercise class, but if I, I walk around Ringsend, Sandymount Beach, and you'll always meet people, the locals, and we'll always have a chat. And most of us have dogs. I had to put one asleep there before Christmas, but I, but I have another one. Sorry to hear so that, be, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm looking out for a nice small collie if anyone wants to give it a home. <laughs> there you go, there you go. You never know anyway, you know. Um, it's great, Mick. It's great exercise for the dancing and yeah. it's getting out and meeting people and that's what people need because I think COVID affected an awful lot of people, I find. Yeah. They got caught, they got, got caught in and then they got into the habit. I just I lived in Kerry because I was caught down there and I went out on the beaches with the dogs. It's all about getting out and meeting people, yeah. Mick. Yeah, that's the but, best part uh, of it, yeah. And those courses <clears throat> down in Ringsend Irish Tent, they're fantastic. And you get to know people as well. True I get enough. you out of the house. True enough. Well, Doreen, thanks a lot for uh, t- speaking with us today. We wish you the best of luck uh, at the tea dance. Hope it goes well for everybody. And uh, have a very enjoyable day. Yeah, are you going yourself, Mike? I wouldn't think so, no. Tuesday after my dancing days are well over. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's yes. great, Mick. Lovely, thanks, Doreen. Nice. Appreciate it. Yes, my thanks to Doreen Golden. The St. Valentine's Tea Dance takes place here in the community centre on Wednesday, the 14th of February, from 2.30 to 4.30 p.m. The music from Pastimes. And if you'd like to go to it, uh, please contact the centre. Uh, to attend. And just before we go as well, there's a lecture night of the RNLI on Thursday the 15th of February at 8pm in the Pool Bay Yacht and Boat Up, where author and historian Rob Goodbody will be discussing the building of Dunleary Harbour. Well, that's all we've time for on the Community News Desk this week. My thanks to our guests, Jennifer Cassidy and Doreen Golden, and to the Rick Radio crew, Adam, Rowan and Dylan on Sound and Editing, Leslie and Nonica on Admin, Jennifer on social media and Darren on the website. Don't forget to tune in to our other podcast here on Rick Radio. The soccer show Trillion Are In is out tomorrow, Tuesday with Josh, Keith and Dylan. And you can listen to Minding Your Own Self, the Mental Health and Social Benefit podcast with presenter Helen Walsh. From me, Mick, take care, have a great week and happy St. Valentine's Day.